This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. The other thing he said that stuck out to me was about uh, Michael Bush. He basically said, you know, could he miss his market? Meaning, could maybe he not get the money he thinks in free agency? And then he said, sure. And that would be it. And, and would we be interested? Of course we would. But I don't see that happening. I see him being a coveted player. And I think the same thing. I think with McGlinchey, as much shit as he takes from the fan base, he's, he's a solid. He's not an all pro tackle. He's a so solid top tackle. 15 right tackle in the NFL. Yeah, he's a solid right. He's a solid right yeah. tackle in the NFL. He's a very good. He's a good tackle in the NFL. He, in free agency, those guys get paid. He is yeah. going to get paid. And I think the Niners would like him back. I think McGlinchey would like to come back, but I don't think they can come any close to the dollar figure he's going to get on the open market. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going elsewhere at this point. This is this is a this is a, a difficult situation for me because we're talking about a team that just went through a season that necessitated four different quarterbacks to play. And your right tackle along with your left tackle is the foundation of your offensive line. And I understand that McGlinchey's market is likely going to make him expensive, Mm -hmm. but are, are you really willing to let him walk after a season that saw unprecedented quarterback injury? Like there's a part of me that, that is like, how do you, how do you go into the following season with a downgrade in offensive line play? Because mm-hmm. that's where they're at right now. Brendel's a free agent. Right. McGlinchey's a free agent. So you've got th- three fists coming back, right? And it, you know, and and I said that I said that on Twitter, and someone replied like, "I have no problem seeing McGlinchey go." And I was like, "Be careful what you wish for, right?" And he was yep. like, "There's never been a time that McGlinchey was out where I thought, man, I really miss Mike McGlinchey." And it's like I, it just feels like people, people really really love to hate that guy. And again, Mm -hmm. I think it's largely based on the fact that he was a top 10 pick and people feel like for that value, for that investment, you better be, you know, a a perennial pro bowler. But there's something to be said about consistent top 15 right tackle play in the NFL, because that means that there's 17 other teams that don't have that and don't have that level of consistency and if if you're telling me that Daniel Brunskill, who's actually a free agent, so you can't even say Brunskill, 
but um you know are do we believe that Jalen Moore can step in and do that I don't do we believe be that McKibbitt. um do we believe that McKibbitz? We haven't even seen McKibbitz play on the they right like side. Him. He's only they played like, on the left side. Yeah, they like and him, I know though. that they like him, but we haven't seen it. So, and if and if he's better than McGlinchey, why wasn't he playing last season? You know, I I don't believe that this team gives players positions because they have a a, a high value contract. I I refuse to believe that. We've seen. I mean, Kyle Shanahan told Jimmy Ward, "You're going to play slot or you're going to ride the bench." Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care what your contract is. So if McKivitz was better than McGlinchey, he would have been in there. So I think he's uh, more of a groom, I... groom player. I, I think they've been grooming him, you know, and I'm not, that, that, I agree I mean, with you. they've been grooming him for a while then because what was that, he a 2020 draft pick? Yeah. And I agree with you. It worries me. That stuff always worries me. It's, yeah. it's, it's worked out for them. Like I say, they, I do give them the benefit of the doubt, but again, I don't know unless you're sure about this kid. Unless you're right. like, listen, we've been, you know, cause if they have, we, you, we've been grooming him for a few years. He's ready. He wasn't, we don't think he was better than McGlinchey, but we think he could step in and now give a similar production. Unless they think that they need to go elsewhere. Cause like you said, there's been too many injuries window, window, window. I'm going to keep saying it. You, you need to solidify the shit out of the offensive line. But if you can't afford Mike McGlinchey, that means you can't afford somebody better than him either. Good point. So unless they get, what? I don't know. Yeah. So again, like it terrifies me that mm-hmm. it absolutely terrifies me because I, I'm not, I, I, I can't go through a season like this again, regardless of the fact they made it to the NFC championship game four quarterbacks, man. Like you gotta, you gotta do something. You got to address the problem and it doesn't feel like they're willing to do that. They're never willing to address the problem on the offensive line. So unless unless the way that they address it is to bring in like a Connor McGovern and upgrade at center, which, okay, that's fine. But yeah, right. Tackle is just not, not a position that you just want to, you you know, you, you're sending out thoughts and prayers that this guy is going to be better than the guy before him. I, that's, that's not a, to me, that's not a recipe for confidence at the very least or success. If, if we're being honest. Well, they, they're in a position too, I think where, just how many guys can you pay? I'm looking at the numbers sure. now. The cap, the cap hits for 2023. I got to figure out the percentages in my head real quick. You're talking 22, 30, 38, 45, really 52% of their cap. That can't be right. For our six players, right. I must have figured. No, I'm, I'm looking at their top. So Trent Williams, oh. 11.8% of their cap at 27 yeah. million. This is right now. As of right mm-hmm. now, they haven't restructured. They will. Mm-hmm. Eric Armstead, 23.9 million, 10.4%. Warner is at 18.5, 8%. Kittle is at 7.4%, 18 million. And Bosa right now is 17.8 million, 7%. Charvarius Ward, 16.4 million, 7%. I, I would say I did see something on the timeline that that they're possibly looking at at already restructuring that Ward deal to to lower his hit. Uh, yeah. Charvarius Ward. Um the one thing, though, here's another thing that that I I was thinking out loud yesterday. You know, we talked about kicking the can down the road, which is what they need to do right now in order to create cap space to to do anything in free agency right now. I fully, I am fully aware of the precedent that this regime has set about big money extensions. Those happen 
end of July, beginning of August. It happened for Kittle. It happened for Warner. It happened for Debo. And I, it's likely going to happen for Nick Bosa. And that was another thing that, that Lynch said in his press conference yesterday was that they are still in the very early stages of the extension for Nick Bosa. And here's what I don't understand. Fine. Like, that's the precedent you've set. But you know that you have no cap space going into this free, this offseason as is. You've known that for a long time. An easy way to get a lot of cap space would be to sign Nick Bosa to an extension, which will then lower his cap hit in 23, also, damn near to nothing if they want to. Why hasn't that been a priority? Why is it that you're more willing to kick the can down the road on aging players than you are to get this extension done early to, to have that cap space from it? It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And obviously, I mean, they've got smart guys in, in that building. I, I, and I am not claiming to be smarter, but just as a, as an outside observer, it just doesn't make sense that you're, you wait so long because yeah, you're going to end up with more cap space once that's signed going into the season, but that doesn't help you. Free agency is over. Like right. maybe a trade, but outside of that, then you roll it over to next year. Great. I'm not saying that's bad, but your window is closing. You need to load up right now. You need to pull the levers that will allow you to do that right now. And that's arguably one of the biggest ones. And to still be very early in the stage just seems like a miscalculation on my part. I don't know. So according to SpotRack, I'm still looking at this because I, I can't believe it, but it looks like it's true. 52% of their cap as of right now out of 49 active players that they have under contract, it looks like it's 52% is spread out Seven over six, six, six guys, six guys, Ward, Bosa, Kittle, Warner, Armstead, and Williams. So none of those guys are a quarterback. Those yeah. are some pretty hefty contracts. That's really interesting. I, I guess I didn't realize that. Um, well, and and shows you how well they've done drafting to, to fill out the rest of the roster. It is, but it also tells you the advantage of, of having, rookie quarterbacks that right I mean, you that can is, do that sure yeah because you can do that yeah lance will make well his cap hit is 9.3 million this year yep which is only four percent of their cap according to this yeah. so debo if you're wondering his right now he's only getting 8.6 million towards the cap yeah They'll his cap it balloons next year yeah massive so yeah so they have these guys they have all these guys and debo too coming up so you can't pay yeah. everybody and McGlinchey's market value is $14.9 million per this year. So he, he's going to get paid. And it's it's interesting. And we talked, Brian, for the second half of the show. We've been thinking about this a lot, the window. I just That's been my offseason thought process is the window and how long do we really have with these guys. So I want to pose to you. I know my answer is pretty much. I want to look at the defense and then I want to look at the offense. And I want to identify who we think the core players are and maybe how long we have with these core guys. So if we start on the defense, I'll ask you, and I came up with six players that I think are core guys that are currently mm -hmm. on the active roster. And I'll count Emmanuel Mosley's not on the active roster. Yeah. Six players that I think are core guys. And I guess I'll throw it to you to see if you come up with the same six. Or I know I'm putting you on the spot. but Yeah, I mean, I would say, uh, you know, along the defensive line, it's it's Bosa and Armstead. 
mm-hmm. right? And I hope Jackson, Drake Jackson joins that, but I also hope that they go out and find a, a speed rusher that that they can that they can put opposite Bosa. But on D-line, it's it's Bosa and Armstead. Linebackers, it's Warner and Greenlaw. And mm-hmm. then in the secondary, it's Ward and it's Ufunga. I came up with the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're, we're on the same way with the exact same thing. Yeah. So when you look at these guys now, we're talking about this window with the Niners. How how long do they have left with these guys? Armstead, I don't know. I, I think Armstead's maybe got another year or two on the team. He's got a huge I know they're gonna they're gonna redo his contract. Um, and now of course my internet isn't working when I want to look up <laughs> the ages and stuff like that. So let me I'll hop on my phone and do it. But um he's a guy who's got a huge cap hit. He he ain't getting any younger. I gotta check what his, what his exact age is. But he's a guy who I don't think you maybe have two years left with Eric Armstead, I think. Again, I just I don't think he's a guy who's going to be around for the next five or six years at all for the Niners. He's 29 right now, Eric Armstead. Yeah. So he's not somebody, he's not going to get a second contract with this team. 29 years old. His days with the team are probably numbered. You're probably talking just a few. One to two years left, I would I would say with him, and I'll pull up his contract to see when the out is. But that yeah, he uh, so he uh, right now his cap number for twenty twenty three is twenty three point nine million. In twenty twenty four, it's twenty four point eight, and then in twenty twenty five, it is six point seven, and then twenty twenty six is I'm pretty sure it's a void year because uh, currently that cap number is zero, and that's why that's why it's it's a lot of people are like, they're not going to redo Armstead because, you know, you're going, he's going to be 30 in this upcoming season. And mm. he, he's still on the books for uh, 31, 32. And then again, that void year and it's at age 33. So that's, but that's, that's my point about like kicking the can down the road versus being proactive and, and getting an extension with Bosa done. Right. Which would have saved yeah. you. More money, what an, uh, a, a restructure for Armstead would. So that that was part of that frustration. But yeah, yeah, and I would have potential I mean, for him this year to 2023. So like you said, they're going to have to restructure something with him. Yeah, yeah, because his cap number last season was just nine nine and a half million. So his cap number is jumping fourteen million. <laughs> right, season. right. It's yeah. it's it's a it's a gigantic contract for a guy who's yeah. a very good player, which should not be getting paid like a premier edge rusher. It just is what it is. Right. I mean, call, right. call it what it is. Yeah. Now, the other guy who is in his prime and is going to get a big deal, we hope, is, yeah. is Nick Bosa. So he he is a young player. He's only going to be 26 this year. He's about to get a gigantic contract. He's going to be around, you would think, for the next four to five years. So I, I, yeah, I was like- going to say five to, five to six, you know, again, depending on how big that, that contract is. But, yeah, that, uh, they don't tend to go that far. So, yeah, four to five, I think it's a – uh so better yeah so his window is there his his window is there yeah. for the next half a decade he's still going to be sure. in his prime we assume um yeah. so he's a guy that they can still build around but armstead who is a big part of what they do regardless of whether he's overpaid or not is only got a year or two left so that backs up yeah. what we were saying he's, he's gone pretty soon now we'll go to the second level now fred warner here's where warner's warner's still a young guy he's only going to be 27 this year yeah, he's got on his contract. They have him signed through 2026. So when mm-hmm. that contract is over, there is a potential out after this season. Maybe they restructure. But when his contract is over, he's going to be 30. Here's where I worry a little bit with Warner. Going to be 27. 
these guys have had a lot of games on their bodies the past three mm-hmm. three of the past four mm-hmm. years. Again, eventually, Warner's on a Hall of Fame tra- trajectory. Is he going to stay that way for the next four years? I don't think anybody can say that. There may be a decline. Maybe there won't be. But I would think, again, as I'm talking about this two-year window, I see him playing at this high elite level for the next two years. But 29-30, he may still be an excellent player, but I, I don't know if he'll be that all-pro level at 29-30 because guys just right. get older. I don't know. Maybe he will be. But for Warner, I, mean, I would say two to four years with the – And with I, the, I feel like I feel like the, the part of Warner's game that makes him elite is his athleticism uh, for the position, right, and his size. He's 6'3", right? Like he is a converted safety. That's what he was – at Utah, he was like a, a hybrid safety linebacker, which is why he's a lead at coverage. And that is that really is is the part of his game that that unlocks this defense is is his ability to just straight up erase the middle of the field. And the reason that he can do that is because of his insane athleticism, which, as we know, starts to decline as you get older. And so that's where that's where you're right. It does get it does get scary. I mean, he looks like he's a, a you know elite physical. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, condition. So I, I I don't know that I am like aggressively worried, but for sure. I mean, obviously as, as, as this, these players age and, and that's where, you know, that's where the draft and that's where Adam Peters and, and getting these, these mid round and, and late round steals comes in is if you're going to have an expensive roster with elite talent at, on both sides of the ball, you got to supplement it in the draft, which is why the Rams are where they are now. Which is why you know even though the 49ers don't have a first or second round pick they still got 10 picks in this cup of com- upcoming draft right. so I'm, I'm you know i'm confident that they're going to come away with maybe a starter and, and and a lot of solid dudes so um yeah and and greenlaw i i, I don't think greenlaw is that much younger than 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 warner it's it's either a year or two if i'm not if i'm not mistaken yeah. greenlaw will be 26 this year and he's on okay. what a steal <laughs> two yeah. years 16.4 million right now he is an unrestricted yeah. free agent in 2025 Mm-hmm. So you're paying Warner a lot. If he continues playing like this, Greenlaw is up for a big payday. It stays in with my two-year thing, 2023, yeah. 2024. Then can you sign him to a, the big contract he's probably going to get? I don't know. So right now, Greenlaw falls in that two-year window with me because we don't know if they can afford him right. after 2024. I'm trying to make a point. I hope I am with these contracts. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the core guys in the front seven. After that, we said Chibarius Ward was a core player, and he absolutely is. Now, he is signed through, again, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2025. Yeah. So he will be, after 2024, 2025 will be his age 30 season. He is a free agent in two years, two-year window for him, too. And the other one that we said is Hufunga, who obviously they, again, he's a steal. Yeah. He's still on his, his rookie yeah. contract, for right. a fifth round pick. Yeah. And he is, guess what year he's an unrestricted free agent, Brian? 2025. 2025. <laughs> if he continues on this trajectory, he's going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Can you pay Greenlaw? Can you pay Hufunga? Two-year window. So we have out of our six core guys, Bosa going to be around. Armstead, probably not after two years. Yeah. Greenlaw, probably not after two years. Warner, we think, again, is he going to get older? Yes, but I think contract, he's yeah. going to be a high-level player for the next two to four years. So he'll still yeah. – I think he'll, he'll be there past four years unless unless his play does go down and they decide to play pay, pay Greenlaw. Who knows? But Sure. 
as for right now, I'll say Warner being knowing what we know of him is still going to be around. Yeah. Tiberius Ward, two years, he's an unrestricted free agent. Bufunga, two years, he's an unrestricted free agent. The defensive window right now with this core is two years. Two years. Yep. Really. 